Hi and welcome to Black and Yellow a Ting podcast. So, this is our third episode. In the first two episodes, we spoke to the partners and the original founders. And in this episode, we are going to round it off with the final founding member Shruti Dada. Shruti is the creative head of Ting and today we will be talking to her about her journey with Ting and her philosophy on creative and all aspects on creative work so i'm not going to spend too much time introducing her we might as well just dive in and talk to shruti dada hi shruti welcome to black and yellow a ting podcast you are our third guest effectively you're one of the ogs uh, we've already heard so much about you from manan sudarshan and adil and it obviously made sense to bring you here in the third episode hi nadir so excited about being here and nervous uh, like for all of us this is our first recording and we've invited ourselves to our own podcasts so that is quite an achievement thank you for having me you know they say that start small and start from home and that's exactly what the story of thing also is i i've always loved these these kind of stories right that from nothing to something especially when you don't know where you're headed right you you, you don't know what you want to do but suddenly you find your purpose right i i believe something very similar happened with you on your um should i say creative journey or just journey to begin with true i I mean that's partly right. I wouldn't say this is finding my purpose, but I can safely say that I started off with a very different intent, and where I've landed is very different. I'm happy about the journey, but just different from what I had expected. Basically, when I started off, I uh, did my masters in resource mobilization. I always wanted to work with uh, NGOs. I started my that journey when I was about 16 and uh, the one gap that I realized was in communications. So while working with uh, NGOs, I I thought that that was a big gap and I felt like maybe I can add some value there. So I went to Mica to study communications so that I could take back those learnings into Uh, what I had originally decided to do, but as fate would have it, here I am working with Ting. Did you always want to do your own thing? Like, did you have that in mind that okay, I definitely want to do something. Not sure what, um, or you know, as as we all know the the original story. You know, fortunately things just started. falling in place you know you you met the right partners the timing was right um digital media was just um you know picking up uh people were looking for creative and communication um you know ideas uh you know can you can you dive into that a bit so uh like you said right and like uh, manan adil sudhi mentioned that for us things just sort of fell in place of course uh, we all oddly entered with very different mindsets so okay to answer your question one no i had never thought i'd do something of my own or any such thing this just happened right like suri asked mommy you want to uh, he calls me mommy uh suri asked me if you'd like to do this and of course the answer was yes because it had always been a yes 
and we just started and uh, like uh, all three of them mentioned that the crux of thing is uh, like a very strong friendship and yeah we started and one thing led to another and here we are i'm sure it wasn't easy to just like oh yeah let's do something and you know things just sort of fell into place right no but it actually was i know that it's hard to believe but it was that simple okay let's just start we didn't think we were naive which worked to our advantage and we started and one thing just did lead to another of course my journey is a bit different i i know that i joined in a couple of months later because i was on leave when things started uh however i definitely did not go through the entire cold calling phase so manan and i operated out of bombay and manan's not from bombay so however once i joined the company of course i had a small circle at least in bombay and we started to get projects and one thing sort of led to another and by then even cold calls etc stopped of course i still uh, give manan grief for making me make that one cold call and i'm like i am never doing this again manan mora this is not happening but then how important is your network in this sort of situation right because you have so three of y'all come together from three different cities right i mean you you've got the east you've got west and you've got south um and working styles are different thinking abilities are are different and of course there's a common ground that you know each each one of us sort of finds and then we we decide to work but in this case no experience no corporate job experience i think only manan and sudhi maybe 6 months to a year they they sort of worked in creative agencies um and then they just decided that yeah let's let's do something for ourselves how important then becomes your own network to attract business to be perfectly honest i think that having a network is important but what's more important is how you leverage those networks uh we may not have had a very strong network back then but even having a strong network today the thing is that we don't tap into it is the truth uh we are just we are the kind of people like our works brought us more work and that's just who we are that's the way it panned out for us i'm sure there could be other people whose journeys uh, sort of shape out shape up differently but that's just not how it happened for us is all i can say so it's important if you know how to use your network uh we just i don't think we've uh, gone down that route do you remember any specific instances when you all just started off and work came because you clearly realized that okay you can't do cold calls that means you definitely had to then get into operations or create something uh how did that initial uh few leads or clients turn out to be uh from a work standpoint So honestly it actually started uh, with a friend a friend of mine Ruchit very dear friend and a dear friend to all of us now we started to do some work for him and then because of the work that we did for him we got our next client who was one of Ruchit's friends and then we worked with an events company which was fairly big then again great friendship and then we got introduced to Edelman and from Edelman came Mumbai Indians came smash so it was like one thing led to another but it was where your work spoke for itself and of course the first few opportunities 
at least that came in where Bombay is concerned, was largely friends and family. And of course, a few kind people like Anandu, Geeta. And again, these are clients that we still work with even 13 years uh, later, which is great. How did you find your own space, right? Over the years, you're working, just three of y'all, uh, I think slowly, slowly, then you all started hiring people. But then when did you know uh, through the projects that you that you work that, okay, this is it, this is my calling, this is what I want to do? I mean, I, I think it happened very organically. At the beginning, everybody did everything, right? Um, so we've all studied creative. We all back then serviced our own clients, so to say. But like say Manan naturally came from Web Chutney and had a lot more knowledge about uh, web vis-a-vis like Sudi or any which way took care of the entire Chennai operations. For me, branding, packaging, things like this became of more interest. I'm somebody who really believes in fundamentals and foundation. So I think that's why I was naturally drawn to branding. I mean, I, I don't know how it happened. It was very organic. Having said that, we still uh, we still work on different projects or different verticals. Let's say Adil will still have a say in a branding project or I will still have a say in a web project. It's very, uh, it's fluid and it's nice. So we have our roles chalked out, but it's not uh, carved in stone. When you all start taking up projects, um and 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 knowing working having being worked with you all it's always the case where okay let's pick it up i'm sure we have we have a little knowledge but along that the way <laughs> thank you you I took it the name i didn't do it no no i love him for that and i really think that there are so many things that wouldn't yeah. be the way they are with like everyone brings in their own uh, uniqueness to the table Everything that's a pro is also a con, which yeah. is for everything, right? So yeah, Manan's like, dive into the deep end and we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm a bit different, but I <laughs> definitely safely say that a lot more work comes in because of Manan's yes approach. That always helps, but that sometimes it can put you in a position like, what? No, we can't do this. How do we do this? Right? Have you, have you ever faced that situation? Oh, a lot of times, a lot of times. But uh, truth is that uh, we put our heads down and we figure it out. And that's kind of the culture within the organization. And it has, truth is that it's got us here, right? Whatever that here is, it's got us here is the truth. No, that's true. I think I think perseverance is a very important value to sort of have as a company and as people as well, because... How else do you know if you're good at something if you don't even try it? Um, now, if I had to pivot back towards, you know, creative, because that's that's sort of your thing. Um, today, is, today, there is a lot of pressure on the creative fraternity in, in general. I'm not just talking thing here. I'm just talking the industry in general, right? Um, clients always want something out of the box. Uh, whether you look at online, offline, Everyone's, you know, doing so many things. It's completely cluttered, right? So as an agency or as a creative mind, you're either trying to outshout or outshine the others to sort of 
make your presence felt what's your approach because and to a certain extent when i sort of believe that that people say creativity is subjective what you think what you absorb as a person and how you translate that into a communi- piece of communication uh, will be very different from what other people might be looking at it so what is your approach and what is your philosophy behind this i think a bit differently on this one uh so i'm not saying that creativity is not subjective but if that's the space we were in then we would be owning an art gallery i think when it comes to advertising creativity is objective it is not subjective right like there is strategic thinking that goes behind any piece of communication and uh, advertising is creativity in a context and because of that context it is objective so if you look at any great piece of communication which is universally liked that's for a reason that is not only art it is also a science no that's that's very well put but then you also have very short term thinking and very very long term thinking right so from a short term thinking if i had to give you an example that's that... when we bang our head against the wall nadi <laughs> no so but i i just wanted to you know complete my thought so when you have short term creative thinking it's like okay you've got international men's day coming up have you thought of something let's put out something you know yara 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 um but then you have the other you are at the other end of the spectrum where when you're thinking branding right that's something that that doesn't happen overnight or in the course of a few days or a week right or even a month for that matter because it's it's branding it's something that will stay with your business either it's a product or a service for a for a very long time right so again your thinking changes again there's a there's a shift in mindset so what again i i wanted to understand pick your brains and and understand your process uh, in something like this no you're absolutely correct right uh, and i get that not fussing over that one post or and that's been a learning and that's that i would uh, thank you to adil because earlier i would fuss over everything and he's like you can't like this is going to take less than a millisecond like a millisecond of somebody's time maybe not even that so i get that but on the other end the thing is that if your brand has been defined well and if it's got the right uh, guardrails as kameshwari who will come in next would tell you uh then you still operate within that brand space right then you even whether on social or anywhere the medium doesn't matter you still talk in a certain way and uh, regardless of whether your brand's logo is there or not there uh the consumer intuitively will know who is speaking to you so i think that that those fundamentals laid out uh, correctly is very very important and then no matter what medium you communicate on uh you're good going back to what you said about setting up an art gallery i found that very interesting right because uh, i think you're one of those few people who actually say that no there is a very strong objectivity when it comes to creative thinking as a process whereas i think 8 out of 10 people say that no it's subjective what i think is creative you might think is crap um but i think this what where you're coming from and this is my reading of course is that if you don't have the ability to think in a certain way 
basis what the client has told you uh, then the whole subjectivity sort of sort of creeps in so the question here is that when you are dealing with clients directly and when you are trying to take them on this creative journey what are the challenges that you face especially from a long term creative process like how you mentioned about branding right so is is there a process that you follow or is there certain do's and don'ts that you you know have to kind of consider i mean i understand every client is different but so, something that is probably common in this journey the one thing and maybe this it, it took me a some time to realize this because at least earlier on there was a lot more control that you had on the projects that you were working on right because it was a lot of it was uh, sort of you're fully invested in those projects of course the teams have grown and now that's not so much the case so i'm i'm sure nadir you've been around in the industry long enough and brief kya hai bhai like that is one thing right like and when you start or if you have ever reviewing work what was the objective starting knowing what the end goal is is very important i think a lot of times uh, the answers that we get from clients could be very generic and i think probing on what do you want to achieve out of this what is the end goal i think knowing that at the onset is the way to start you said two very critical things uh what's the brief uh and what's the objective right and and today what i have noticed uh with a lot of clients especially very very young clients um and and startups their their immediate response would be but that's for you to figure out and my response is i get it it is my job to figure it out no doubt about it but if there is not adequate input right how do you expect a good output have you been in those situations and how do you tackle something like that yes i in fact it's so odd that you said this because i see internal briefings also happen right and i'm like i tell i tell these guys guys the in the output is going to be only as good as the input so you have to give better briefs now i don't think it's our job to define the objective for the client it cannot be however it's our job to probe them enough dig deeper to get those answers so it is yeah, a challenge and uh, it is a challenge and quite frankly we are also learning as we as we are going along Yeah it's it's the learning that I think keeps us uh, going especially people who've been in the industry you've you've been around for 13 14 years you know straight up so I I I completely understand but I would now want to ask you about something very specific especially uh, you know we, we spoke about um, the experience aspect and how do you ask clients certain questions but I'm I'm just going to sort of give you a different perspective see women today are making a huge mark in business right um you have specific days where you're celebrating women um, entrepreneurs and then you have these wonderful wonderful lists coming out uh, top 100 women in the business across various fraternities and so on and so forth if i'm not mistaken i think you've also won a couple of uh, accolades over there um 
and we hear these stories a lot but we've also heard stories of women not really getting their dues um in in all aspects whether it's remuneration whether it's recognition um anything of that sort right but you started early right back in 2009 10 and here we are uh, 13 years later what were the kind of experiences that you've had right um again i'm going to just ask you this question straight up did you have any uh, such experiences so other than uh, adil manan and suri really harassing me uh, no <laughs> that's honestly being uh, for me it's worked to my advantage i think that having three boys with you you were always uh, there's it's the other way also right they can be kinder and nicer and all of that so inside the house that was the case and outside like where clients are concerned again earlier on there were a lot of clients that i attended to by myself oh, honestly been very lucky oh, it's been a great journey and also dealing with a lot of men dealing with people who are way more senior come from way bigger companies or companies that are uh, way more established than we were but never had such an experience in fact it was very respectful and i at least in my journey uh, where clients are concerned gender did not play a very big role i don't think it would be any different if there was uh, somebody from the other gender sitting in front of them It was mine Journey. No, that that's amazing because uh, th- there are so many stories that that we also read. So this is like a very refreshing perspective where you you got the respect and people saw you for for your work and and your ability and they sort of believed in that, right? So that that's that's always a good thing. I've heard Manan and Sudarshan and Adil speak a lot about you know growth in general uh, and and how it. you know it was gradual you know for the first decade i i i suppose and then suddenly there was this this huge spike and the number of people uh, increased the workforce increased the business increased um i wanted to get your perspective because i i had three perspectives already so i want to get your perspective in terms of when did when did you see growth or when did you feel that ah i think we we are getting there or we are there so like where this is concerned again we're we're 500 or roughly and like adil mentioned we were about 170 pre covid so so much of our growth was when we couldn't see it right we were all working remotely where bombay is concerned so honestly i think it really hit us sometime midway through this year because people are coming to office and like it all sort of uh, you can feel it you can sense it but oh my god this is these are the numbers that you're talking about that that really came in once office started of course it's different in chennai thankfully uh, they were not so uh, they were not impacted the way bombay was because of the lockdown and uh, Yeah, I think it was sometime through this year that we realized, okay, these numbers are big. We're not manage. I don't know whether we're managing this correctly. Again, everything that had worked to our advantage, which is the lack of experience, etc., 
maybe now that part is catching up right like how do you how do you manage a 500 people organization the challenges are different the learning curve is going to be different and it is going to be very 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 exciting on that note i'm going to ask you a very hr question which i did with adil also <laughs> where do you see yourself in 5 years where we are at the moment right like i think that we dabbled with a lot of different services we managed to find our feet in almost all of them i think specializing is and increasingly so is going to be the way forward uh it is only this year that we have a formal strategy team i think that's a big turning point for team so i see us becoming more and more specialized that's one and most importantly everything that we do backed by a lot of research and strategy i think that's what we've always done but not in the manner that we are currently exploring it so that's where i see us 5 years from now shruti thank you so much for this lovely lovely conversation on a sunday at 8 in the morning <laughs> so thank you nandit for doing this at 8 am on a sunday <laughs> you know the the advantages of being a parent because you are up by 6:30 no matter what so yeah for me it's it's great but it was lovely lovely talking to you shruti thank you so much hopefully we'll see you in some other future episodes with other teammates discussing some very interesting aspects on creative and strategy yes i'm looking forward and uh, yeah i mean i'm most excited about the ep- of course i'm excited about every episode that's going to follow but i'm most excited about the four of us being together i think that's going to be a lot of fun thank you shruti and yes continue the great work and keep thinking thanks nade thank you so much thanks for being such a great host <laughs> <laughs>